Life is like driving at night in the fog. You can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. Sometimes life is like driving at night in the fog. You can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. This is Pervy's Point, and I am your boy, Robert Pervy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Pervy's Point. Yo, this thing is getting normal, and I'm loving it. Every week for the last few months, we've been spending time together, and I'm abs- and I'm absolutely enjoying my time. I'm enjoying my time so much, and I put my phone on top of the cord, and you got a little static right there. Uh, but I'm just excited to talk to you. I am. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you uh, because every week... I just give you a peek inside of my mind on what's happening in Pervy's life in that moment. And I just make my point. And hopefully through the 30 minutes we spend together, you leave that moment encouraged, enlightened to just live life better. Because that's all I'm trying to do. Like, Like for real, real talk. I'm trying to get better every day. And sometimes getting better means you got to make mistakes. And um, sometimes those mistakes, sometimes life, all that, it it produces um, this fog in life sometimes. It seems like sometimes life's circumstances produces a somewhat foggy cloud over your life. And sometimes it's hard to see. And it doesn't mean things are bad. doesn't mean things are going wrong. Sometimes even in good seasons of your life, you can have foggy moments. So I did a a little research because um, here's the thing. For the last couple of months, I've just been in this fog. I feel like like nothing's wrong. I'm, I'm having a great time. Life is good. When I tell you life is good, life is good. No, better yet, life is great. I'm having a great time. Like, like I'm taking control of my health. I had some doctor's visits and um, have some follow-up visits to make sure my health is good so I can continue uh, working out. Y'all, real quick, I'm going to go left and come back right. I've been doing this intermittent fasting thing to where um, I eat my meals between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m., and I fast from 8 until 12 the next day. And over the last month, I've lost between 7 and 8 pounds just by intermittent fasting and walking here and there. So what I'm trying to do is incorporate more exercise into my life. And so since I'm doing that and I'm turning 39 in a few months, um, I just want to go to the doctor and check on some things, make sure my heart is good, make sure my head is good because I want to lose some more weight, put my body through some more intense things. I want to make sure my body's ready for it, right? And so so, so life is good. I'm, I'm making strides, making steps. But I've been in this fog last couple of months, and I, I really couldn't understand why until recently. And not to give you too much detail onto that, because that's there'll just be another outdrawn story for you that really doesn't make sense. But just know that this fall came from like I realized that sometimes um, past experiences can create present foggy moments, and sometimes when um, life happens, you don't even realize it. 
You don't even realize it. Like, and so I'm, I'm going to talk about that. I, I, you know, I, I got three things. I, so what I do, I formulate my thoughts and I, f- I put my thoughts around three ideas for the uh, Purvis point. I just give them to you. Okay. But this, I want to talk about fog, how sometimes life just seems unclear and kind of foggy sometimes. And so with that, I did some research, did some research. And um, in my research of fog, buying be, uh, it's dense clouds uh, that settle. Hold on, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna read it to you because I <laughs> I want to make sure. Is a fog shows up when water vapor or water and gaseous form condenses. Okay, so during condensation, molecules of water va- uh, water vapor combine to make tiny liquid water droplets that hang in the air. You can see fog because these tiny water droplets, water vapor, a gas, um, is invisible. Fog happens when it's very very humid. Okay. Fog happens when it's humid. So two things. Fog happens when it's humid. Right? So um, it, it lets me know that a lot of times in the humid moments of life, things can get foggy. Yeah, sometimes when you have humid moments, it may be a conversation. It may be an interaction. It may be some, but sometimes uh, humidity. Humidity representing heat gets kind of hot. Sometimes things can get foggy. And what I've realized is in in foggy situations, you can't make decisions. You're to be still because you can't see. Right. And so um, it, it brought me back to a time where I've driven in fog and I correlated it to my life. You know, when you're driving in fog. Um, it's one of the most eerie and scariest things because you know something's in front of you. You just can't see it. You know that you are going in a certain direction, but you can't see what's in front of you. Not even if it's some, some heavy fog, you can't even see the car in front of you or the building or the house or even the person in front of you. And I thought about it this week. I'm like, yo, that's how life is sometimes. Sometimes the humidity of life creates foggy situations for us. And if you were to drive fast in fog, you would wreck because you can't see. You have to um, inch and slow your pace so you can see every step, every inch of the way. And sometimes that's how life is. Life is when, when, when things get foggy. You have to slow down and pace yourself because you can't see. And if you can't see, you can't drive fast, can't move fast. And so um, it's one of those things. But the next thing, and I have a lot to give y'all in a little time. But the next thing is not only does does humidity present fog, fog is most common where water is plentiful. Fog is most common where water is plentiful. What I took from that statement, that water represents supply. Water represents um, need, nourishment. Uh, it, it represents life. And fog is most common wherever there is life, wherever there is substance. Meaning that sometimes in the most beautiful parts of your life, you will still have moments where you're unclear. Sometimes in the most beautiful moments of life, in the most plentiful moments of life, 
you will still be unclear. And all of that made sense to me. Over the last couple of months, it all made sense to me. And maybe it will make sense to you. Maybe not. But it's just me, pervy, making my point. And so I chose fog to be my word for the week because that's where I've been. And so for the next few minutes, I'm going to just unpack what I've learned from this foggy season of my life. And I know it won't be the last one, have been the first one, but it's the first one I'm going to talk to you about. Okay. And I'm going to just be open and honest with my feelings. And if it touches you, um, text me, inbox me, share the podcast with somebody else and just let somebody else know what happens when somebody goes through fog and use this conversation to help somebody else on how you can make it through unclear moments in your life. Okay. And so here we go. So when it comes to, to fog, when it comes to the, the humid, humid moments in life, um, bringing fog, I'm not, that's not my fog. My fog right now is, is in the plentiful stage, right? Just being in this beautiful stage of life, but still be unclear about some things. Here's what I realized. Number one, I realized that I can't control everything. Like in, in, in this fog, I realize that I can't control everything. One of the most eerie things about fog is that you can't dictate it. Can't, can't dictate it. Like, like you, you, you really can't see what's in front of you. You don't know what's coming out of it. You don't know what you're about to go going into it. You, um, there, there is no control you have over it. You can't get out the car or go into the midst of it and wave it away. It, it, it's there until it evaporates, until, until it moves. And that's what I learned that, that what I'm being taught in this season of my life is that I can't control everything. That sometimes I have to sit in some stuff and just deal with some things that just because I'm having present success doesn't mean I won't have to deal with some trauma from the past. Just because I'm having present success doesn't mean I won't have to drill deal with some trauma from the past. And I can't control um, how I feel in moments. And sometimes I get, I get down on myself or I look at my, I look at myself in the mirror kind of funny sometimes because certain things um, make my anxiety flare up certain people, certain actions. And I realize I can't control everything, but I do realize that me trying to control stuff, I mess it up because trying to control things, I say the wrong things. I do the wrong things. I think the wrong things. I mess with my best friend all the time. And I'll tell him that, um, the, the, the hamster, the hamster, hamster wheel sometimes that hamster wheel that hamster chooses violence uh depending on uh what the moment with the day is but ev- the truth of the matter is ev- everybody has a hamster everybody has one and that hamster uh and y'all know what i'm talking about you know you ever in your classroom elementary school every every some teachers had a had a hamster in the room and they get on that wheel that hamster wheel they just run they, they just run they take a little break to drink the water some of them drink a little water while they run it but i think that's what happens in our minds that when we get to thinking and we get to wondering, our hamsters get to running. And when that happens, we just get to thinking certain thoughts, thinking certain things, and we begin to create and wheel certain uh, mindsets that's not even true. And because, it, but it, it's, it's birth from control. We want to control everything. We want to control how people respond. We want to control how people receive information. We want to control how, how things happen at work, how things happen in our life. We want to control every moment. Uh, but I, what I'm having to realize and what you have to realize, too, is that we can't control everything. 
Here, here's the solace that we have to have in our life. If God is in control of everything, it's okay for me not to have control of some things. If God is in control of everything, it's okay for me not to have control of some things. There's just some things that are out of my control, and I'm learning to be okay with that. I'm learning to be okay with that. And as I learn to be okay with some things being out of my control, it's, it takes me to the second thing I learned while I was in this fog. That not only can't I control everything, there's a lesson on every level. There's a lesson on every level. Um, some of you know, some of you don't, but I serve at, on the executive team at Concord Church here in Dallas. And my pastor and my boss uh, is Brian Carter. And we have a lot of conversations. And he is an absolute amazing person, um, a, a mentoring me, teaching me some things. And uh, we, had, we, we have several conversations weekly. But I remember there was one conversation we were having. And in so many words, he was teaching me and telling me that at the level I'm on now, there are certain things I'm going to have to learn in order to be, the, to, in order to be successful. And the things that I'm learning, I've never known them before. That there are, there are, in order for me to be successful on this level, I have to be open to learning new things. And with those new things comes mistakes. It comes mishaps. And you got to be okay with that. And for me, being somewhat of a perfectionist, being somebody who, who prides themselves on being excellent in what they do and having things together, um, I, I heard them, but I didn't listen. I'm like, ah, PC, I'm good. I got it. Only to realize a few months later, I had to go back to him and say, you know what, PC, you were right. <laughs> you were right. I, I was moving too fast, and there are some things I need to learn. And I'm, I'm, I put myself in a professional emotional bind because I'm, I thought I had it. I, I thought I had it. <laughs> but but I to, what I had to realize is on every level, there is lessons to learn. And if you bypass those lessons, you can't be good on that level, no, no matter what it is. And, and that's, that's my point for those of you listening, that you cannot bypass or fly by lessons on whatever level you're on. And I don't, I don't care where you, I don't care if, if you work in corporate, I don't care if you work for a church, I don't care if you work for the city, I don't care if you work for yourself, I don't care what you do, whatever level you're on, there are lessons you have to learn. And if you do not learn those lessons, you can't be successful on your level. Because here's what I had to realize. I realized that the level I'm on, I prayed for it. I prayed to be at this level. I pray to be in this place. Here are some things I didn't take into account. Just because I prayed for it didn't mean I was going to have to learn in it. Just because I prayed for it doesn't mean I wasn't going to have to learn in it. And, and that's something that Pervy wants to, to share his point with you. That's listening. Like, just because you are living and walking in an answered prayer doesn't mean you won't have lessons. There, there will be lessons you have to learn on answered prayer levels. It, it, it comes with it. Because here's the thing. If Jesus delays his return, this ain't your last level. Like there are other levels to get to. And if I, if we, family, y'all, if we could learn to, to learn lessons on our level, 
imagine what we do at the next level and the one after that. If we can create a habit of learning and create a habit of of not just hearing, but actually listening and learning lessons on the levels we're on, we become better professionals, we become better spouses, we become better parents, we become better people. If we could just, if we could just learn to just embrace lessons. Lessons. I, I remember growing up, and if you listen to the podcast at all, I talk about my dad, and my dad's my hero. And my dad would always do little small things that got on my nerves. They got on my nerves. My, my dad would do little small things that got on my nerves. And my mom had the audacity to join him to do these little small things too. And Robert and Shirley did small things to get on my nerves. And your mama may not be named Shirley. Your daddy may not be named Robert. You may not even have your biological parents to raise you. But I guarantee you, your guardian, your parents were petty, just like mine. Because they did this one, they, they, they all had this in common. One thing that I had learned, like, my mom and dad would be by the light. The light would be on. And they would call me from my room to come into the room where they were to turn off the light that was right there by their hand. I, I, I know, I know y- y'all going back right now. I know y'all parents petty just like mine. Right, they, they, they would call you to turn the light off or, or 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 they would call you into the kitchen to put up dishes that you didn't dirty or, 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 or they would have you uh, clean up your room before you can go to a certain place. So they, they, they would have you clean before you could leave. Now, now, granted, what does me cleaning have to do with me leaving? Like I can do this when I get back. But 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 if you if your mom was like mine, you you dare not say that. But 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 there are little things they did, right? That got on your nerves. But here it is. What I realized is when I got older, and I moved into my apartment, like that bed I got mad because my daddy made me make every morning. I make I still make my bed to this day. Um, the the, the lights that my my dad made me come and turn off, y'all. I I had them lights off. I, I like natural light. Open the blinds. My blinds open right now. Let the sunlight come through. Like, like it's the it's the little lessons that my mom and dad taught me at a child level that lived with me throughout my life and helped me in my adult level. So what I'm saying is there are lessons everywhere in life that are taught us that help us manage every level of our lives. And this fog helped me realize that yo, just because I quote unquote made it to another level does not mean I stop learning lessons and some lessons that I learn will be harder than others. And some lessons that I learn will actually do something that this last point I learned in the the fall. I told you, I learned I can't control everything. And I told you not being able to control everything. um, I'm learning lessons but here, in the midst of learning lessons, this last thing I learned is that triggers suck. Like, like, like real talk. Triggers suck. Like, like it's it's not deep. It's not profound. It's like, it's like from my heart. And, I, and I, hopefully you hear it. Triggers suck. And, and I alluded to it in the first point about my anxiety. Because, like, like there are some, sometimes what I realize in this fog 
that sometimes things will happen in in the course of your day, in the course of your week, in interactions with people, and it will trigger something in you that you thought you got over. It will trigger something in you that you thought you made it past only to bring it back up and it puts you in some type of funk. Right. And, and, and here, here, here's what I had to learn that just because something triggered me, it doesn't mean I label the person or thing that did the triggering because what I realized is they don't know my pain. They don't know my pain. They are actively participating in my present. They have no recollection or understanding of my past pain. And so my present interaction with them, although it may bring up something from my past that may be painful, I can't make my present pay for my past mistakes or past things. And I think we, we have to realize that. that sometimes things put us in a fog, but we cannot allow our foggy moments, foggy seasons. We can't allow those moments to make us penalize people that had nothing to do with our past. It's unfair. It's unfair to penalize people in your present for something someone else did in your past that they have no control over. But but I said I like to say that triggers suck. They 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 do. They do. And, and I know y'all feel me. Because some of y'all got triggers too. And you like, dang, I thought I got over that. It's like like you can see the car they drove, or you can see the candy they used to like, or somebody can say something that they, they said a certain way, and it just does something to you. And the person or the people looking at you like you crazy, and you gotta just be like, it's it's not you. It's it's me. <laughs> it's it's not you, it's me. And and that is that's not for everybody, but for some people listening, like that's just something you gotta do. Like you've been making people in your present pay for hurt that happened in your past. You got to deal with that. Yes. Triggers suck, but there's therapy for that. Say it with me. There is therapy for my triggers. Come on, say it again. Say there is therapy for my triggers. One more time for the Holy ghost. There is therapy for my triggers. And you you, you got to take them to a therapist. I have to try, I have to take my triggers to my therapist. Shout out to my therapists. I got two. Shout, shout out to them. Because I, I don't know where I would be. I, I, I'm serious. Like some, some things just, just trigger me. But but I but I had to realize it. And 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 therapy and the Lord um <laughs> made my fog dissipate. And now I can see clearly, but I, I, I come to you this week telling you not to be too churchy, but let me, let me, let me, let me touch your spirit real quick. I come to you this week and I'm going to tell you this and I meet it from the bottom of my heart. I thank God for my fog. Cause although there were some things I couldn't see clearly, if it wasn't foggy, I don't know if I would have slowed down enough to see it. And I want you to do the same thing. I want you to do the same thing. 
Stop complaining so much. Stop complaining so much. Stop coming down on yourself. Stop lashing out. Stop cussing people out. Stop stress eating and doing all the stuff you do. And understand that sometimes foggy moments can be the best moments of your life. Because if the fog didn't slow you down, you would never slow down to see or to understand or to seek better. That sometimes the fog is the best thing that could happen. Because there, there, there's, there is a place where you are headed. There's a place where you need to get to. There, there's something that God has for you, and it's, it's on another level. Or it's on, rather, it's on this level that you're on. But as you journey, sometimes you got to slow down. And, and, and the songwriter said, everybody loves the sunshine. <laughs> everybody loves the sunshine. The sunshine, you just driving. You just go, you just go, you, you just enjoying going through life. And sometimes, sometimes in the sunshine moments, you miss things because you're not paying attention. You're enjoying the sunshine. You just drive, you just going through life. But there are other times where you need fog in your life. You need to be able to not see clearly so you can slow down. And here's the thing about it, y'all. Sometimes slowing down doesn't mean you're supposed to see everything. Sometimes slowing down just means slowing down. Because in the fog, you can't go nowhere. You just you have to slow your speed. And make it through. You can't see a whole lot to your right. You can't see a whole lot to your left. You can't see a whole lot behind you. You can't see a whole lot in front of you. You just have to trust that at your pace. And as you steady it. And as you go. Every step. Every movement. You get closer to your destination. And before you know it. You exit it out of the fog. And you can see clearly. But the worst thing you can do is stop. Worst thing you do is stop. I'm leaving you with this thought on tonight. The worst thing you can do in fog is stop. Know why? Because if you stop, there's somebody behind you. They can't see in front of them either. The last thing you want to do is cause an accident because you stop. Yes, you can't see. It's hard for you to see. I get it. I get it. I trust me, I get it. And you you are going through your life right now. It is hard for you to see your next. But as I exit out of this podcast tonight, I just want to speak a word to you. I got kind of churchy today, but hey, hear me out. I want to speak this word to you. The same God that brought you through the sunshine, the same God that brought you through the rain, 
is the same God that's with you in the fog. I'm telling you, because I had to remember the same thing. The moment I question, I say, God, you brought me to this place. You have me here. Why am I feeling this way? He had to remind me. You can't control everything. It's a lesson I want you to learn. And yeah, your triggers suck. But I'm the God of your today. I'm the God of your tomorrow. And I'm also the God of your triggers. So if I can handle yesterday, and I can handle today, if I've already taken care of tomorrow, surely I can take care of your triggers. And that's all I want to leave you with. You're going to make it. You're going to be all right. And while we're making it together, follow your boy at R.E. Purvy on Instagram, Robert E. Purvy on Facebook. Hit me up. We're going to make it through this thing together. Because every time on Purvy's point, I just want to connect with your heart. Just want to challenge your mindset and change your perspective on some things. And as we get through the foggy moments of life together, remember to love God, love people, and show enough. Love yourself. This is Purvy's Point, and I am Robert Purvy. Peace.